Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back. 98.7 ESPN. Phone lines are lit. We'll get to you. Uh, by the way, I was telling uh, Tom in the break, a pickleball date has been set. So mark your calendars, Cinco de Mayo, uh, Sunday, May 5th, the pickleball match is going to happen. Amani Toomer and I are going to take on Rick DiPietro and Dave Rothenberg. So mark your calendar. More information is going to uh, be announced. Uh, I believe that it's going to happen somewhere in Stamford, Connecticut. Um, so definitely mark your calendars, May 5th, the pickleball game. Best of three. We're going to do best of three is going to take place. Now, Now, Tom, I know you fill in. You fill in. You you produce that show quite frequently. DNR. You know. Yeah, occasionally, yes. Yeah. So, you know, like, how often do they play? How good are they really? So I know Dave knows his tennis. I know he's a big tennis guy, and I know he's played pickleball, I believe, from the conversations I've heard and that we were talking about over the air a couple times. So Dave definitely knows the mechanics and knows the game of pickleball. So he'll be kind of locked in toe-in-toe with you. Now, when it comes to Rick, I, I don't know if he's honestly played, to be honest with you. I don't recall him saying that he has played. I could be completely wrong. Um, but I'm going to assume he and Amani might be on an even playing field in terms of where they are athletically and where they are in terms of how they know the game, how they know the rules, how they'll move on the pickleball court. So I, I think it's a pretty even match. It's going to be the pickleball matchup of the century, I think, Anita. See, but here's where the difference is. Uh, Amani is somewhat of a neighbor. You know, I'm I'm probably like a good seven iron uh, from Amani. We live in the same um, proximity where I can go and practice and, and have Amani come out and, and, you know, play a few, a few games of pickle with me before the tournament. I, you know, I don't, you know, Rick, I asked Rick, you know, we were out at the UBS, the park out there at the UBS arena for the Islanders game yesterday. I reached out to Rick. I said, Rick, be great to have you call in. He was coaching his son's hockey team. Okay. I, you know, listen, and and I love that. Love that Rick is is I'm sure a phenomenal dad coaching his kids' teams. All the things. Very passionate I, you about know, that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, much respect for that. Listen, it's okay. No hard feelings there. I, my point being is, I just I I don't you know how much of you know Amani's kids are older. How much of a priority is Rick going to put into this match? Okay, best of three. This match with all the things that he has going on uh, with with his family. And also, doesn't he still live in Long Island? And, and Dave lives, like, in between us and, and Connecticut, right? I'm going to assume that, but honestly, I have no idea. I, I, I do know Rick is on Long Island. I, I don't know where Dave is. To be See, this is honest. part of the handicapping. I'm just saying, this is part of the handicapping. <laughs> you're saying that you're going to be able to build up that 
on-court chemistry with Amon exactly. beforehand and that Dave and Rick are going to be left in the in your dust, essentially. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, we're at the end of the day, we're excited. We finally have a date in the books. May 5th, uh, the pickleball match is going to take place. It's on a Sunday. I'll be broadcasting uh, my show from 8 to noon at that venue. Again, more information is going to come out. I want, I want our sales staff and I, I want um, the station to confirm all of that before I throw out the location. But we'll be broadcasting live. Uh, I just want everybody to save that date, May 5th. Uh, the pickle match is going to happen somewhere in Stanford, Connecticut, and more information will follow. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's continue with our calls. Let's go to John. John, welcome in. Hey, Anita, which John? Because we've got two Johns, so you get to uh, pick your poison here. Uh, let's go to Maplewood. Gotcha. Good morning. Thanks for picking Maplewood. Uh, first, <laughs> I have three quick points. First, you guys will definitely uh, win that pickleball match. You got two professional athletes against one broken-down professional athlete and a guy that probably never played a sport in his life. You, you will kill them. Um, now, I was watching that game yesterday, the college game, and I'm glad you said what you said, and I don't think you have to worry about any backlash for it. That kid definitely engaged that contact. Um, it, it was obvious from the replay. So I, I don't know what you do here, um, but he's as responsible as anybody. Yeah, I, 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 you, if you go back and you look, and John, thanks for the phone call. If you go back and you look at the, you look at the tape, you look at the film, you see it. Uh, and, you know, again, maybe he just got, you know, his emotions got the best of him. If you look, you see the Wake Forest fan uh, definitely had turned and said something to him. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, the court storming shouldn't happen. It's just too dangerous at the end of the day. Okay? Uh, let's go to the other John. <laughs> John, welcome in. Yes. Hi. How are you? All right. Great. Um, thank you. Yeah, I've just been listening to the radio, and all I hear is people calling, and they want to change things, and everyone's crying about it. It's unfortunate that someone got hurt. I know. But still, it's a tradition. It's the way things are. Let's keep it the way things are. It is what it is. I'm afraid of change. It's too much. Everyone's crying too much. And uh, that's all I got. Uh, you know, and, and John, not that I support your view and thank you for the phone call, but you know, you, I, I could understand where you're coming from, right? Like this is part of sport. It's, it's, it's an exciting part of, you know, whether it's March madness, whether it's college basketball, college football, whatever the case may be. And, um, you know, injuries don't happen as frequently. So let's not even change it. I, I could understand that point of view. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I, I could understand it. Let's go to Papa Joe. Papa Joe, welcome in. Anita, how are you? Great, thank you. Okay, I don't want this pickleball getting in the way of your golf. Is that going to happen? That's not going to happen, right? That's already, that's already happened. <laughs> that, that, oh, ship has sa- that ship has oh. sailed, dude. I'm on the way to hit some balls right now because I'm playing Wednesday. It's going to be 63 degrees Wednesday. We're playing Wednesday. So, oh, how nice. Um, you got to get ready. Here, Here's my thought on, on this thing. There's got to be consequences that needed. Uh, whether it's the NCAA saying this is over, you're getting a $500,000 penalty, or the students, there's photo recognition, ban these kids from coming back to the game. They're not allowed in the game. We have to have consequences for poor behavior. 
Um, you don't see this on a professional football field. You don't see this at Yankee Stadium. There's 70,000 people in Yankee Stadium, and nobody storms the field because there's six cops standing on the field, and they just look at them and they say, I'm going to get in trouble if I do that. Just There just needs to be consequences for poor behavior yeah, but also, throughout. But also, Pop... Also, Papa Joe, you're talking about the difference between adults and 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, right? Uh, you're absolutely right. But you know what? We have to start just having consequences for, for behavior. And um, if you're not supposed to storm the court, then you don't. But I don't know if Wake Forest came out and said, don't storm the court. I don't think they did. You know, so uh, I think, you know, the kids are smart, set up some rules, set up consequences. And then it, if they if it happens then enact the consequences. Okay, you 50 people can never go to a Wake Forest home game uh, this year, or whatever it is, and then all of a sudden it's 50 this game, 50 next game, then all of a sudden nobody storms the court. And I like the idea of saying we're going to put a one-minute time in, let everybody get off, and then when that buzzer goes off after that one minute, let them storm the court, something like that. I I agree with that, but, you know, and Papa Joe, thanks for the phone call. I said this earlier. It, it, it takes from the, the organic excitement of it to sit there and be like, okay, wait, we got to wait a minute. Okay, now we could storm. It, it just, it, it takes away from it. Let's go to Jose in the Bronx. Hey, Anita, how are you? Great. Thank you. Good morning. Are you able to hear me? Morning. Absolutely. Loud and clear, Jose. Loud and clear. Fantastic. So, Real quick, I didn't get to see the game, and it's a very unfortunate thing that happened. But now that, that, that it did happen, especially with social media, now they can maybe say, ergo, uh, due to the events at this game, such and such, uh, you guys can't come to the court. Uh, we have to let the opposing team leave the court in order for you to do that. And um, they could post something in advance saying, you know, uh, this is not allowable. I mean, I don't know when the last time, because I remember, you know, the old Detroit Stadium when they throw the old, when they hated disco and they were throwing the records on the, on the, on the field and even at Yankee Stadium. When was the last year they stopped doing that in baseball games? You know? Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um... Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, 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 there has to be something in place where there, there has to be repercussions. Once you put that in place, then you know, fines could be laid out and things of that nature. But uh, I didn't get to see the video. And, I, I, you know, you have to, you know, again, you like you said, you're dealing with kids. You know, I don't know. I've never been to a uh, – I mean, I went to Fordham University. I had Charles with the Mets, Baltimore, Minnesota. Broke my arm in college, same uh, injury that Dave Trevecki had, and my father had played with Jose Cruz. So I say that uh, that I'm a sports guy. Um but I've never seen something like this, though. I mean, this is this is really unfortunate. I mean, when the Yankees won in the 70s, when that guy uh, was uh, uh, the first Chris Chambliss, when he ran that guy over, you know. And the other thing, too, is when you're doing it, you may hurt uh, players on your team at Wake Forest, you know. It's true. It's and, true, Jose. You know, and it, real quick, that the guy, the second John, talking about the people crying and change. Well, sometimes the only thing constant in life is change. Sometimes you're going to have to readjust and, and pivot and make adjustments to so these things don't happen any further. Um, that that note. But real quick about pickleball. So my ex-wife was Canadian. Uh, my kids live in Toronto. I'm divorced now. I'm back home. 
but while I was out there, uh, we were playing tennis, okay? And there was four people, elderly people, playing left to us, pickleball on the tennis court. Had no idea what that was. I just found out the other day that that sport's been around since 1965. Never knew it existed. I'm from the Bronx. We played paddleball, handball, whatever. Yeah, this this the pickleball started in, on the West Coast. It started in Seattle. Yeah. So in it Seattle, just it, right. it took it took quite a few years to, of course, make its way east. Right. And the funny thing was, they they were using the same rackets or paddles that we used to play with in paddleball. So I stopped, and they were like they were taking a break, whatever. And I said, "What is this game? They're called a pickleball." I said, "We used to play those." Paddles with paddleball, and they were telling me what's paddleball. I said, "Well, what's pickleball?" <laughs> we got this whole thing, and <laughs> so it was kind of funny because I never seen it. Uh, just like curling, don't get me started on curling. I'd rather watch paint dry. Uh, but uh, it was it was interesting watching them. And and it, hey, listen, it could be it's 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 got some teeth. It got some teeth. I do agree. I, I, I forgot which call it was. I got you and Amani Tuma. Beating Dave and Rick. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's not even. It's hands down. If I, to, I don't yeah. bet. What about? <laughs> oh, I think everybody does. I'm not just saying that. I I, I just write Tom. I I'd say Tom. Even you have Amani and I beating Rick and Dave. I do have Amani beating you. Uh, you uh, you have wow. you have Amani yeah, and I, I, I beating. I can't Rick speak and... right now. Uh, yeah, I do have yeah. you guys beating Rick and Dave. Exactly. Exactly. So there's that. Hey, guys, uh, let's turn our attention. I know we've got a few folks who want to chime in on the Knicks. I want to dive into the Knicks. It's been uh, a minute <laughs> since we've um, we've circled back. So uh, let's talk Knicks and the Boston Celtics. Again, the Knicks lost last night, but at the half, it was 62 to 58. I was not expecting this Knicks team to win, but were you at least impressed uh, with with the performance and how they were able to at least hang in there for the first half? Of course, after that... Uh, Boston went on a 33 and 13 run. See you later, alligator. We'll dive into the Knicks next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. All right, let's talk about those Knicks. Like I said, unfortunately, uh, they do lose to the Boston Celtics. I truly believe I was on uh, Shameless Plug, Not So Shameless, uh, three, four nights a week. I'm on ESPN Bed on, on ESPN2. You could tune in 6 to 7 p.m. Typically, that's our showtime. Uh, and I was up there on Thursday and Friday. I was uh, I was actually filling in as a host as opposed to an analyst. And I had uh, Kendrick Perkins on. And uh, we were talking about uh, 
the the Timberwolves and in the Bucks, and they were playing that night. And I followed up with a question. I said, "Hey, there's a wager that you can make right now that the Knicks and the Celtics will be the Eastern Conference championship uh, opponents. That those will be the two teams left standing in the East." Um, and I want to say you could wager on that. I think it's five to one right now or seven to one right now that those would be the two teams left standing in the East. Oh man, he got really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Here's the thing. We know how good this Boston team is, right? They've won now eight straight. Uh, they're 45 and 12. They've got the best record in the NBA. Uh, at one point, do you know, you know this, Tom, they shot 80% from the field for three quarters last night. They shot 80% from the field. Um, They're stacked. They check all the boxes, perimeter, interior. Um, They're they're just, they're going, they're going to win the East. Okay. Well, I should say they're going to be the number one seed in the East. I I don't think there's any denying that. Oh, without a doubt. And they're leaps and bounds ahead of, the number two seed, which I believe is the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers, the last I yes. checked. I think it's by like seven or eight games or something like that. It's a crazy number at this point in the season. Yeah, I'm just going to call up the standings here right now so we get these numbers uh, straight. Yeah, so eight games. Uh, so so they've got an eight-game lead on 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 the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then, of course, there's the Bucs and, and the Knicks at four. Um. You know, am I sold on 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 the Cavaliers? Yeah, they're they're good. I think they're good. I think the Knicks could beat them, though. I think the Knicks could be better. Am I sold on the Bucks? I am not. Uh, and I know they bring in Doc Rivers uh, defensively. Uh, they've they've actually regressed offensively. They've gotten a little better um, with Doc there, but still, you know, I, I truly believe that this is a Knicks team that could end up. Uh, with the number two seed at the end of the season, but here's the thing: we're banking on. It's like we've seen we've seen these parts and how well these parts have played this season, but we haven't seen them all come together at the same time. And we're just assuming and we're anticipating that once all these parts are healthy, that um, that, that that this team is is going to be that the Knicks are going to be operating at an unbelievable level and, and, and including me, like I believe that, but I think we just have to be realistic here in regard to what our anticip what, what our expect- expectations are for the Knicks. Like, so right now, now they're sitting at the four seed, seven of their next eight games are at home in between the eight games. Uh, they, they head to Cleveland and they're actually taking on the Cavs. important game, obviously, but also in that next eight games, they're taking on Detroit. They're taking on Atlanta. They're taking on the 76ers twice and they don't have Embiid. So I, I think this is a Knicks team that can like stay afloat right now. I don't know. Maybe they move up to the third seed, whatever the case may be. April 7th, they're in Milwaukee. That's going to be a big game. April 11th, they're in Boston. This is towards the end of the regular season, and this is when we're anticipating OG and and Julius Randle to be back. How does that mesh with the new crop of players that the Knicks, obviously, that we know they made a move for, Burks um, and Boggs, and and, and how that's all going to gel? Because there are going to, let's be honest, there are going to be some growing pains because not all of these really spectacular pieces have all played together. And also there's going to be some onus on Tibbs to really find out a good rotation, right? Because what's going to make this Knicks team so good is their depth. 
And Tibbs, it's going to take a minute for Tibbs to to kind of get it. You know, what what is that vibe? What is that ebb and flow? What is that? You know, who operates better with 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 who on the court and and how that's all going to work? And I think that's gonna that's not going to happen overnight. I think that would be unrealistic to think that that would happen overnight. So we've got to take that into account. You know, but the but at the end of the day, I'm I tr- I'm truly like I believe. That we very well, and I've already gone to the window, I've already wagered on it, that the Knicks and the Boston Celtics will be the matchup for the Eastern Conference Championships. What say you? 800-919-3776. Let's go to Noel in Piscataway. Noel, welcome in. Hey, Anita. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Yeah, you were in my hometown yesterday. I grew up in Elmont, New York. So uh, you, you were broadcasting from the UBS arena. So just shout out to Elmont. Hey, listen, listen uh, really quick, really quick, yeah. Noel, before you continue, I, I just not only that, uh, I just want to give a shout out to uh, the Islanders as a whole, uh, that franchise, that ownership group, the people who work there. Um, number one, broadcasting from the park was amazing. Number two, we were invited to come in, watched uh, the, the, the first two periods from the owner's box. Uh, they rolled out the red carpet, not only for me, but for my producer, Ray, um, the organization, the ownership group, the people who work there could not have been nicer. And the fan base were very welcoming. I, it was just a really great day. And so I just want them to know how appreciative I am of, of having me and us out there. So thank you, Noel. That's awesome. Now, the thing I wanted to tackle with the Knicks is, like, you know, you talked about speed to value, right? Like, you know, when everybody comes back, what's the synergy going to be? You know, are they going to be able to, you know, get along? Here's the thing. The only person that's semi-ball dominant is Julius Randle. Everybody mm-hmm. else, okay, can play their role. And that's a beautiful thing. you got to have the general, which is Jalen Brunson. Uh, and nowadays, Vincenzo and a couple other players have been really stepping up right now. That's my first point. My second and most important point is this. You know, basketball, I'm a football guy, you know, but I'm, basketball is about matchups. And I wanted to run through versus Boston, the matchups. And you tell me that the Knicks can't be very competitive or even beat the Celtics if they meet, you know, in, or when they meet in the Eastern Conference, uh, Eastern Conference playoffs. Porzingis versus Mitch, Harten, Mitch Hartenside and Achua or Sims. Okay, Tatum versus OG Randall or, or versus Randall. Drew Holiday. If you watch that game yesterday, Brunson carved Holiday up. I was watching. Yeah, that I game. wasn't. Dude, I wasn't dude. expecting that. In fact, I, I had the point Ooh, total under dude. thirty for Brunson last night because I I, I thought he was going to have a I, I thought he was going to have a hard time against Holiday and White. Yeah, I was. I'm, a, I'm really impressed. He put up yeah. thirty four points, Noel. He was driving the lane like he wasn't even there on Holiday, and Holiday looked puzzled. Okay, White, and then you got White, which is another person, you know, who's a, a player who can go off on you, but you got him versus Burks, Bondanovich, I think his name is, uh, who's playing well now in Hart. And then you got Jalen Brown versus, you know, Madonovich. And, he, you know, obviously these, these are ch- chess pieces. You move in, in and out. DiVincenzo. Mandanovich and Randall or OG versus Jalen Brown. So, you know, you can, you know, move those pieces around throughout the five. I want to hear your feedback. Th- those are really good matchups for the Knicks. No, listen, Noel. 
You no, well, think about that game? Yeah. Yeah, listen, listen. I I appreciate your call, and and I totally I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, the, I I feel that again. Our expectation is when OJ's healthy, OG's healthy. When Julius Randle's healthy, hopefully Mitch Robinson comes back towards the end of the regular season. Hopefully for the postseason. Um, yeah, this is a Knicks team that now has been constructed without having to give up number one draft picks. That I feel can go toe to toe with Boston. Is that a series that goes seven? I believe it does. I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. Boston's real good. But I do believe that this Knicks team has what it takes, is playing exceptional defense, and can go toe-to-toe with Boston in regard to scoring, and more importantly, on the defensive side of the ball, trying to um, you know, contain uh, this Boston Celtics team that it's um and here here's where Boston is going to have the advantage and that is they they've been working with their uh their chemistry will there's no denying like they they're they're already working with all their horses in their stable the Knicks are going to have to get these guys healthy and back on the court soon so they can start getting them ready for the postseason getting getting that chemistry ready the Boston Celtics, they're already there. They're, they're one of the least uh, injured teams in the NBA right now, which is huge, which is huge for them, okay? Uh, Brian, Al, hang tight. We'll get your calls. Also, we come back. Alex Monaco is going to join us next. Uh, one of my partners in crime at MSG. We do a gambling show together, uh, so I thought it'd be great to have him on and, uh, and talk some Knicks with us as well. And we'll continue with your calls. Anita Marks with you on the Sunday morning here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this Sunday morning with you for another hour extended show with you until 1230 uh, here on 98.7 ESPN talking all things Knicks. And of course, we have Alex Monaco who joins us. You see him all over MSG. uh, And of course, uh, I'm on his gambling show uh, quite frequently talking all things gambling, whether it's futures on everything, not just the NBA, but... Uh, we'll be on later on this afternoon talking golf as well as Major League Baseball. Alex, how you doing? Good morning. Let's go. I need a little cross-promotion here. I'm coming on your show. You're coming on ours. I'm loving it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's talk about this Knicks team. Uh, I, I, and, and definitely in a in a wagering fashion, right? Like, so um, 
I truly believe that this Knicks team will be one of the two teams left standing in the East. I've got them playing the Boston Celtics for the Eastern Conference Championship. And you could wager on that right now at 5-1, to 7-1 to one in some places. Um, are, are, are you riding with me or not? Oh, I'm, I'm locked in, Anita, since 19-1. to one. I am all in. I've, I've got the Knicks at 19-1. to one. I got my Willy Wonka 50-1 to one ticket. I, I had it last year. This year, it's starting to become more and more real. I've been listening to the show the last half hour. Great callers, great breakdowns. I'm completely with you on the Eastern Conference preview of what we saw last night. And, you know, to your point earlier in the show, four-point game at halftime. I was in the building. I couldn't even believe what happened in the blink of an eye. But, you know, this Knicks M.O. with a couple of men down, you know, they got to play above the rim, and they're still ingratiating Bogey and Burks round two. That's incredibly taxing and difficult when you're already down OG and Julius and of course, iHeart being re-implemented. But <clears throat> last night, you know, four guys in double figures. Jalen trying to outscore the other Jalen. And, you know, you get almost two times the amount of turnovers. And Boston goes six guys in double figures. And Jalen and Zingas give you over 50. And you're going to get cooked 10 out of 10. But that's not anything on us. That's just day-to-day in the NBA. I think, if anything, from a strategic standpoint, I, mean, I think not showing the kids cards of a full lineup against Boston to wrap up the regular season here is kind of a W in the world of chess versus checkers. And again, I'm picking the grown man over the kid, kids over Missoula all day. I can go on the rest of the segment, taking the grown man, Andy Reid over Shanahan. Give me the guy in his, in his older years versus the guy in his 30s. Come on, all day. <laughs> Uh, and, and just to throw some futures bets out there and, and you know, what, what those lines look like. Right now, uh, to win the championship, Boston favored at plus 260, Clippers plus 475, Denver Nuggets plus 475. I think there's some value there, by the way. Um, and you're looking down here to the Knicks. Knicks 22 to 1, Alex, to win the championship. Um, your, your thoughts on those odds? Look, I think it's, it's incredible, you know, I, I talked with your colleague Alan Hahn a little bit about it as well, game to game. The fact that the Knicks were almost double, I mean, again, 19-1, to 20-1, to 1, at the beginning of the calendar 2024 year, and then now pending where you shop all the way down to as low as 6-1 to 1 at one point, now showing around 7-8-1, to 1. that's incredible. You, we live in this world, you don't see the NBA futures odds getting cut in half in 30 days in the regular season almost ever, let alone with a team you know, we've won a playoff series over the last 10 years, but as far as year-to-year sweat equity, this is almost uncharted territory. So I'm completely with you. And, again, we don't know this team's ceiling because we haven't seen this team. All we know is they're 11-1 and with their new big three, Jalen, Julius, and OG, and we got to just root for health here. But on some level in this daunting 82-game schedule, there might be a, a brighter – coming out of the tunnel moment here for the Knicks we just don't we won't know until everyone's back yeah that's for sure Alex Monaco joining us here on uh, on 98.7 ESPN uh, taking a look at some of the futures bets out there in regard to uh, in regard to the divisions right um, especially in the central you've got the Cavs right now they are favored to win at minus 185 but the box are sitting there at plus 150. Now the Bucks, one game behind the Cavs. Now they have Doc Rivers. Do you feel that that's enough to make the change? Is jumping on the Bucks to win the Central at plus 150 something that you'd go to the window for? 
I know it's a great question, Edith. How do you look at the betting painting? As all as I always say, I mean the Cavs are playing above the rim. This is a top five defense, top five and top ten in defense opponent field goal percentage. They got six guys in double figures. The thing is, they're kids. I mean, we saw them in the first round against us. They were pushed around uh, Saturday morning at the Y. Pushed around. One group didn't go out Friday night. One group did, <laughs> and the young kids coming back. Look. The road record discrepancy from last year to this year is impressive. They were under 500 last year. They were tops going in the all-star break with the best road record. That's incredible growth. You know, I don't know where I'm at with them yet because I, I just, I got to believe what I'm seeing is real. The regular season could be a little bit of a Vegas facade, but the defense is real. The balance scoring is real. Mobley and Allen are real two-man bigs down there. And, of course, you got the stars. So I think there's value there, but bringing it back to the Bucs, to get them in the central at plus money at this moment, I think they're going to roll the Sixers this afternoon. I don't know. I don't hate it. On some level, Cavs are playing above sea level. Bucks really couldn't be playing worse since Doc came in. They're going to turn it around. I think Shaq calling out Lillard at the end of the NBA All-Star weekend. I don't know if you saw that. He was sitting there with mediocre, mediocre posture. With two awards, Shaq calls him out. He goes, you and Giannis better have a grown man conversation. I'm paraphrasing. Someone's going to get dragged. God forbid whoever gets to the GM first for a trade request if it doesn't work out. And he sat up in his chair like a kid that did something wrong with a substitute teacher. Since then, they come out, they crush the T-Wolves. Gotta love that. I think I might be convincing myself in real time here to take the bucks. Um, One more uh, division Futures bets I want to throw your way is what's going on in the Western Conference in the Northwest. Uh, you've got the T-Wolves. Uh, they are about a half a game, not, not about, they are a half a game above OKC. I love watching both these teams play. Right now, OKC to win the Northwest Division at plus 135. The T-Wolves at plus 165. Uh, I'm leaning towards uh, Minnesota here. What say you? I'm with you, Anita. I mean, there's five teams that play defense in the league, 10 players, and three of them are on the Knicks, and mm-hmm. two of them are on the T-Wolves. I mean, this team is far and away the, the better defensive team. And, you know, this is kind of my theory, just betting the NBA regular season over the years, the teams that are unproven in the playoffs with everything to show the league, i.e. a Timberwolves-type team, and the Thunder as well. But the Thunder, have, they've been working a little, a little more. This, this T-Wolves team, I think Finch is in the conversation at 2.5 to 1 for Coach of the Year. They haven't had 55 wins since the sidekick came out in the early 00s. If they hit that, he's got to be probably a lock for it. But in all seriousness, they play unbelievable defense, incredible balance scoring. I mean, they really have kind of everything you would want to actually have success in the postseason with two bigs, a star emerging in Ant-Man, and, of course, a veteran savvy point guard, Conley, who they just re-inked. But, yeah, I think in that back-and-forth game-to-game division, I feel a little more confident in the T-Wolves. Again, you got the SGA MVP award looming. You know, does that distract? Probably not, but I feel better about backing the better D. I'll take the T-Wolves, and I think there's some value for them to even ink the one seed. Um, last time I spoke on this earlier in the week, it was around plus 190. They did catch an L since then, so you might even be getting it at a better price. Um, another uh, uh, Two more futures bets I want to throw your way uh, real quick, and, yeah. um, and that is whether or not these teams will make it to the playoffs or not. Uh, I'm going to go no with the Lakers. And you could get that at minus 140. Yes for the Lakers to make it to the to, to the playoffs is plus 115. No to the Lakers is minus 140. Uh, and, and here's the thing now. Keep this in mind. And this is really important for folks to be aware of this. 
the play-in does not count as the playoffs in sports gambling. So if the season was to end today, uh, the Lakers would be in the play-in. But if they don't win the play-in in advance, then they don't make the playoffs. It's really important to to uh, acknowledge that. Okay, so with that being said, I just you know you've you've got you've got LeBron now dealing with this ankle thing. I just feel like in order for the Lakers uh, to 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 make it to the playoffs and even make a run in the playoffs, you know I th- I just think it's too much because it's too much on both LeBron and AD. Both of them have to stay healthy. Both of them have to bring their A game when they get to that point in time in the season. And I just don't see it happening. So I'm going Lakers not to make the playoffs at minus 140. Am I nuts? You know, I'm, you're talking to a Southern California kid, Anita, so I, I can't say I'm fired up. But, I mean, you make a good take. They got it. The, the one-two punch has to play locked in. And you've seen it already over the last few weeks. You know, AD takes a game. LeBron takes a game. It's frustrating, the health. Where Where's the conviction for wanting to put every individual, whatever, aside – to have the betterment of one goal, which is make a run. I don't know if the chemistry's there. I mean, the Gabe Vincent signing and him not seeing the court at all has just crushed this team. They've been missing that integral piece. And how many years are we going to watch LeBron with a bottom five three-point shooting team? I mean, I'm crying as a Laker diehard growing up that they didn't make a move, that Polinka's in Malibu drinking coffee, sitting back, not making moves. I'm turning into a caller right now, but... I still believe in the team. They have to double down on what they did well last year. Foley ball, in the paint, body you. They're not going to outshoot you. They're not going to outscore you. they got to go back to the almost uh, in-season tournament mindset, lock in, play for each other. But D'Lo's got to hit you know, closer to 20 points per game. Reeves has got to give you 15 to 20 easily. And they just have to have – they're going to have to have kind of the Knicks M.O. Everything the Knicks are doing, the Lakers are not doing, they should just be watching Knicks basketball for the next three weeks to get prepared. But I'm looking at the standings. It's a, it's, it's, it's a 405 freeway at 430 in L.A., Anita. I mean, there's no room at all. So I'm looking at the Pelicans, the Kings. Maybe those type of teams fall out over the, the course of the next few weeks. I like the Warriors at the moment on a buy-low spot. But to the, to the Lakers' point, I'm not giving up on them because you still have two top 15 players in the league win healthy. And we just don't know. I, I do remember at Intermish last year, the Lakers were kind of not playing possum, but they were still playing mediocre ball. You know, they don't have a great road record, 11 and 18. They got to turn that around. They got to be more competitive against these teams, but not a lot of room here for error at 31 and 27. But I can't swallow juice on no. I, I got to say, I got to say Southern California, sunny optimistic here as we get closer and closer to daylight day. All right, last one for you that I am not predicting to make it to the playoffs, and that's the 76ers. And you could get that no at plus 550. Follow me here. We don't know when Embiid's going to be back. You've got the Orlando Magic that's really turned on. You've got the Pacers that have really turned on. And again, I'm going back to the fact that if a team does not make it out of the play-in, the bet still stands as no to the playoffs. I think the 76ers fall all the way down to the play-in and don't get out of the play-in. So I'm going no to the playoffs at plus 550. What say you? I like it. I mean, what are they, 6-15, and 15, giving up more points than they score without Embiid? I mean, the big friendly giant is more than needed over there. I, I think, I mean, look, I love the heel trade. I actually think he's a pretty good plug-and-play. But 
they are lost at sea. They, I mean, you could sit there and be Philly negative and go, this team's a lottery team without Embiid. But I like the value here. I mean, goodness gracious. They're giving up almost 120. They're barely hitting 110, and they're 6-15 and 15 without him. We've seen this year after year, too. And I don't know, you know, this is, there's, no, there's no Ben Simmons this year or anyone else to make. This has got to be Maxi completely as a, as a two, being a one without his, his big man leader. This is tough for a first-year coach as well when they're trying to implement culture. I like it. I like your thinking. I mean, 33-23, and 23, looking at the Hawks at 24-32 and 32 as a 10 seed. I mean, again, it's pretty crammed over there in the East as well. I think it could be worth value. And if you're correct, if that beat is a wash for the year, that's going to go down to a, 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 a head, tail, Super Bowl coin flip pick in the year. So you might be on to something. Uh, before we let you go, uh, final thoughts in regard to, to the Knicks moving forward. You know, do you feel that, that they can at least stay afloat until the OG and the Julius Randle gets back. And also, any update in regard to, to when fans can expect Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yield to the, the Knicks doctors. I know they're optimistic. And look, when Mitch is posting on social at the positive sign for Knicks fans, they know that. But, you know, back to the original thought with just everyone kind of stepping up in these moments. I mean, Hart has been tremendous in the, the few games here. He's been in the lineup. He's had a couple of triple doubles bogey again six for six from three two games ago uh, precious double double numbers since being in the in the lineup i do believe this team can weather the storm it's just you know one of your callers made this reference which is a good thought you know they, they don't have a lot of time to gel before the playoffs you know you, you put in bogey put in burks where does that fit with the nova big three and the role players there's so many role players on this team Kids is going to have a little bit of pressure here, figuring out lineups that work, but there's no man I would rather back to do that. I think because they play defense, because they rebound, and because they hold each other accountable, and I'm watching Brunson's body language. Guy leads the, the game in scoring. He could not care less. He lost. He is not going out. I had some buddies ask me, are you the Knicks are going out on a Saturday night after an L? I go, I'll tell you one thing. Brunson's going nowhere. Brunson might be going home and watching tape. So as long as they're fearless leader and last thought, it's the NFL thinking. Head coach and quarterback, Andy Reid and Mahomes. I'm not saying Tibbs and Brunson or Andy Reid and Mahomes, but if you're thinking leader and coach going into the playoff tournament, you've got to feel pretty good putting your money behind Brunson and Tibbs and, again, albeit being, being a healthy Knicks team. But I'm staying optimistic, Anita. Love it. Alex, thank you so much. Again, um, I, I'm going to be on Alex's program later on tonight. Uh, when does it air on MSG? I believe we're on 6, 630, 6 or 630 tonight. And, uh, yeah, I'll throw it up on Twitter and all that. And, yeah, we're, we're having you on. You're one of the best coming on and talking several sports here. So I'm excited, especially to get to pick your golf brain because I'm fired up. Just can't we're, wait till pickleball starts putting some lines out there. Let's go. Yeah, right? Like, when can we start gambling on pickleball? That's when I can really help people make some money. Alex, you right. You, you, you rock. Alex Monaco joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. You can see him all over the MSG airwaves. Uh, I'll see you later on tonight, my friend. Uh, quick break. We come back. Let's continue to talk Knicks. We'll take your calls next here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you uh, for an extended 30 minutes. Uh, we're going to continue to talk Knicks. Uh, so get your calls ready. 800-919-3776. Uh, also, Moe Hamilton is going to be joining us at the top of the next hour as well. 
uh, getting you ready, of course, uh, for uh, for what's to come with this Knicks franchise and this Knicks organization. Uh, like I said, seven of their next eight games are at home, so uh, <laughs> the Garden will be rocking. There's no there's no denying that. Uh, but you know, as we get closer and closer to the postseason, you know, can this Knicks team put themselves in a situation where they do become the number two seed? Obviously, they need to get healthier and have those type of contributions. Uh, we'll dive into all that with Moke when we get back. Also, we'll look big picture as well with the standings and whatnot. Uh, really quick, I want to give you some picks and some plays for today as well. In college basketball, give me FAU minus one and a half going up against Memphis. Uh, Florida Atlantic, uh, they've had so many challenges this season, uh, and they've been able to to really, uh, you know, stand toe-to-toe with all of them and check a lot more boxes than Memphis does right now, that's for sure. Um, also, uh, you've got Memphis that is, is dealing with um, Dandridge, who unfortunately is, uh, is, is not playing because of some academic issues. So... Um, I really like this Owls team, and and I do believe they beat Memphis today. So I like FAU minus one and a half. Also, staying in college basketball, I'm going to roll with Purdue. I'm going to lay the 13. I know it's a big number, but they're going up against Michigan, and the Wolverines have just been absolutely horrendous. Um, They've lost 17 of their last, 15 of their last 17 games, their latest on Thursday to Northwestern. And, um, uh, you know, by 32 points, uh, Purdue has already beaten them earlier on in the season. So this is a Michigan team. Can't wait for the season to end. Meanwhile, Purdue uh, looking to continue to to roll those Boilermakers. They sure are. So uh, I'm going to go Purdue. I'm going to lay the 13 against Michigan. Again, I know a big number. If you're scared, say you're scared. I'm not scared. So college basketball, give me FAU minus one and a half over Memphis. Give me Purdue minus 13 against Michigan. And in the NBA, I'm going to roll with the Cleveland Cavs uh, and, and another double digit number. And that's minus 11 favored by 11 against the Wizards. Even if Donovan Mitchell plays or not, I know he's been dealing with an illness since the all-star break. Uh, this is a Wizards team uh, returning home from a long road trip. And uh, this group, they've lost 10 straight, eight and 18 against the spread at home. So I, I do believe that Cleveland, knowing that the Knicks are on their coattails as well as the Bucks. Uh, looking to continue to, uh, to to stay in, in that second seed, even though Donovan Mitchell's been dealing with an illness. So I'm going to lay the 11 with the Cleveland Cavaliers today. Uh, three of my favorite bets on the slate.